My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. So let's start with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart. And release the hands down. So come down to your back and grab your strap. And we'll start with the strap on the arch of the foot, so the right foot. Left knee can be bent to start to so make this a little gentler. Or you could have the left leg extended if you want, of course. And here we can let the shoulders relax. You can move the right ankle a little bit forward, back, around, moving the toes before settling into this. With your strap, you could wrap it around your hands so that you don't have to use the grip strength to keep the, the leg up. And you can gently, a little bit slightly bending the right knee and straightening a couple times, just easing into the hamstrings. And then it's finally settling into this pose, Supta Padangustasana. So your right heels towards the ceiling, shoulders relaxed. And there's three hamstrings, so we'll stretch each one. So to get the inner hamstring, we're just going to keep the leg vertical, but rotate it about 15 degrees to the right. So your toes end up pointing towards the right edge, right corner of your mat. And if you go too far, you'll feel it in the knee, but just far enough, you'll feel a stretch in the inner right hamstring. come back to center, leg center, and then rotate the leg 15 degrees to the left. The leg stays vertical, the heels towards the ceiling still, but just the, the femur rotates to the left, so you end up, your toes end up pointing to the left, yeah. This emphasizes the outer hamstring. And we'll come back to center, like vertical. Strap into your left hand and across the body into, you can go just a little bit to emphasize the outer hip or you can go all the way to a twist if you want. If you're doing the twist, you could also have the, a block under your leg if you want to go further too. back up to center, strap into the right hand, and open out to the right. Left hand on the left hip to help you anchor down. And again, you could use a block under the right leg if you want on this side.
come back up to center and remove the strap. Just let the leg down, just noticing left and right sides. Now to the left side, strap onto the left arch. Again, the right knee could bend if you want, just easing into this, moving the ankle, the toes, foot. Bending, straightening the left leg, easing into the hamstring. And then holding it now, lifting the left heel towards the ceiling. You could wrap the strap around your hands so you can uh, use less of the grip strength. Just more holding here. And you can have the toes pointing back towards the knee to help lift the left heel. It's going a little deeper here. Let your breath slow down a little bit here to help create a sense of ease and relaxation in the body. Now keep everything the same. Keep the leg vertical. Just rotate the leg 15 degrees to the left. Back to center and rotate to the right. And back to center, strap into your right hand. Right leg is straight, and then come across the body, maybe just 15 to 30 degrees, or all the way towards a twist if you want. Back to center, strap into the left hand, right hand on right hip as you open the left leg out. You could have a block under the leg again if you want. Come back up to center and remove the strap and both legs out again, just noticing left and right, resting here for a moment. Then hug your knees in and hold outside either the knees, the shins, or the feet for happy baby pose. You can 
stay still, you could rock side to side. And we'll emphasize the hamstrings a little more here by extending one leg at a time and the other. Again, easing into the hamstrings. And then keep your right foot, hold, keep holding to that, and let your left leg down, leg straight. Now take your first two fingers of your right hand to the big toe of the right foot. And lift your shoulders, chin in towards the chest. So same thing we just did with the strap, Supta Padangustasana, but now we're doing it with the hand. And it's okay if the right knee bends, you can hold it with the left hand, holding the leg if you want. But let your chin in towards your chest here, so strengthening the back a little bit so we can more easily stretch it later. And we'll come down, switch sides. Catch your left big toe with your left hand. Right leg out. And Supta Padangustasana on the left side. So lifting the head and shoulders, chin in towards the chest. Again, the left knee can be bent, that's okay. We're actually emphasizing the upper back a little bit more than the hamstrings here. And then release. Hug the knees in, rock forward and back along the length of the spine a couple times, and then come all the way up to seated. And we'll take our blocks to go a little more into the upper back and shoulders. So one block at the highest height, one block at the middle height, the back of your mat. Right, and then we'll lay back onto that and that's too much, you can always make the blocks lower, or you can adjust where they're at. <laughs> Good. And you can turn the palms up here, arms externally rotating, helps open the shoulders. And now when your inhales, breathe right into that block in your upper back. So your lungs expand into that block. And when you exhale, you can exhale through the mouth if you want. Breathing right into any tension you feel in the upper back there. And we'll keep the same position. We're just going to cross the arms. So like you're going to eagle pose, but not quite. So your right hand can grab your left shoulder, your upper back, and vice versa. All right, and this can help us open that space again in the upper back. So now with the arms crossed like this, breathe into the upper back. Again, you can take these big exhales through the mouth if there's a lot of stuff there. You can move a little bit left to right on the block if that feels good, kind of massaging into that space. Sometimes it's really tender. Right, and then we'll open the arms out again. And then we'll cross the arms, just the other arms on top this time. So same idea. And you can really grab with your fingers. You could grab the flesh of the upper back and open that space a little bit if you want. Or you could just move in that direction. And you could rock side to side on the back. There's almost always some amount of tension here, even in the most relaxed people I know. the arms out and this time bring your arms overhead they they might not touch the floor but moving in that direction maybe even holding the forearms or opposite elbows overhead if that's too much do less 
And here you could rock the head left to right, if that feels good, massaging this occipital ridge where the spine meets the skull. the arms back down beside the body where you started. Now bend the knees, feet on the floor. So upper back still on the blocks. Last little bit with this. Separate your feet wide apart and just move the knees left to right, which will probably be a smaller movement than you might, if you've ever done this before, smaller movement than you might usually do because we're actually getting into the upper back with the leverage of the legs. Right, this can be slow, this can be small movements. Just gently using the legs as a way to get some different angles of pressure on the back. And again, the arms could stay there, the arms could go overhead if that feels better. So now we're really just kind of feeling things out and listening to the body, seeing where things want to move, what wants to move. And then we'll bring legs back to center, arms back down beside the body, and come off of the blocks to your side. We'll move the blocks away and just come down to the back, feeling the effects of that, feeling the back neutral on the ground. And even here on the ground, breathe into the upper back so your ribs, your back, your ribs kind of presses into the, into the yoga mat. And just one more thing here, we'll take one block at the lowest height under the occipital ridge, under the back of the head. So similar to what we just did, but now it's just the neck and the heads kind of move forward into flexion here to stretch the back of the neck. And you could stay like that on the lowest height of the block, or you could even move up to the middle height of the block. If that becomes painful, just go back down. And then here, you could move the head left to right a little bit, kind of feeling that out. Relaxed jaw, right? If there's tension in one spot, resist, reduce any resistance to it moving. So sometimes if my back and my neck's tight, then my jaw will clench up and then I won't be able to let go of that. So instead of doing that, let the jaw be relaxed, the face relaxed as you Touch these sensitive spots of the back of the neck. Shoulders are relaxed, arms are relaxed, legs are relaxed. Just the neck moving side to side. And then back to center and release the head down and move the block, just feeling the head neutral on the floor again. Hug your knees in and rock forward and back from tail to shoulders along the length of the spine. And all the way up, we'll come to hands and knees and use the blanket under the knees for padding there. From hands and knees, just moving around any way that feels good, forward, back, side to side. Could look like cat-cow, could be something totally different. And then from here, we'll bring the knees apart and come back to a child's pose. And forehead to the ground. So we're going to move the neck here, like similar to uh, 
Chakra Vakasana where we move forward and back, but we're just going to move on the head. So forehead down. As you inhale, you'll lift the tail, keeping the head in contact, rolling to the top of the head. And then as you exhale, you'll lower down back to the forehead. So the key to this movement is keeping that head in contact with the floor, massaging the connective tissue, the fascia under the skin, under the scalp. So this can be as small or big of a movement as you want. And really let your weight sink into the head and you can go as slow as you want. Sometimes this can be really sensitive. Coming back down, forehead on the ground in child's pose, turn the head left to right a little bit here, keeping the forehead in contact with the floor as best you can. If that doesn't work, you can always stack your hands and have the head on the hands, just so it's touching something and massaging this tissue under the surface. And we'll come back up to hands and knees. And now we will do the chakra vakasana, the movement of the spine here. So as you inhale, you'll come forward to a cow pose. And as you exhale, you'll go all the way back to child's pose. Continue with your breath, inhaling forward, exhaling back. And the next time you come up to hands and knees, stay there and extend the arms forward, lower the forehead and chest towards the ground. Anahatasana, a heart chakra pose. And then from here, thread your left arm underneath into a twist, left shoulder to the ground. Breathe into the upper back under the left shoulder. You can make this more resting, just letting the right arm be relaxed, or you can make it more active, pressing into the right hand, reaching with the left hand. We'll switch sides, same thing, other side. Right arm through, breathe into the upper back and the right shoulder. back up to center, hands and knees, and bring your hands wider apart, so maybe even off the mat here, and shoulder blades together, lowering the chest, sort of like a cow pose, and then shoulder blades apart, raising the upper back, sort of like a cat pose. So focusing on the shoulder movement, shoulders together, and then shoulders apart, Moving a couple of times here, you can breathe with this, inhaling when your chest lowers, exhaling when your back rounds. And back to neutral, moving left to right in the shoulders a couple of times, side to side. This can be a lower movement as well. Could be more like circles coming up and down. Just feeling out the shoulders. There's no right way to do this.
come back to center and down to the belly. So move your blanket to the side, come down to the ground. And here, hands off the mat to the sides on fingertips, sort of like spider arms. So elbows point towards the ceiling. And this helps with the internal rotation of the arms. So you want to feel the elbows coming forward rather than the elbows going back like we often do. And here we'll let the elbows come forward, lift the heart off the ground any amount. And then turn right ear, right shoulder towards the ground. As you inhale, come to center. Exhale, go to the other side. Inhale to center. Exhale, other side. Inhale, center. Exhale, other side. Let your elbows come forward to emphasize that opening, the stretching of the front of the shoulder. Yeah, coming back, the other side. And back, and then to the center. Hands under shoulders, coming to a sphinx pose. Elbows under shoulders. And then here, so with the elbows under shoulders, the spine's extending, the legs relaxed. Let your shoulders kind of hunch up towards the ears. Let your head hang down. And you can move the neck around any way that feels good there. All right, and then to the center, the neck has different muscles for each direction of movement, so we'll use each one. So as you inhale, you'll lift the chin towards the ceiling. As you exhale, lower chin to chest. Continue a couple times, inhaling up and exhaling down. And then back to center. Again, different muscles, different movements, turning left to right, horizontally. And then to center, and then ear towards the shoulder. Shoulders don't move, but the head does, so ear towards shoulder, side to side. And then back to center, last thing here, drawing a big circle with your nose. If there's any sensitive spots, make that spot smaller. Less, we don't need to push in anything into the neck here, just being real gentle. And then go the opposite direction, drawing a big circle. And then come back to center. Sphinx pose, just a little bit more here, hands pressing down to the floor, and push down into the ground and pull back with the hands, engaging the upper back and shoulders again. And then bring your elbows in a little bit closer to the body if they're a little far out, and tuck your back toes. We'll start to Bring the hands down, pull them back, engaging the shoulders like we just did. But also peel the ribs, the hips, maybe the knees off the ground into a forearm plank or some version of that. Moving with your breath now, strengthening the core in front of the body. As you exhale, you'll peel the body up. As you inhale, you'll lower back down inch by inch. So continue this motion a couple of times with your breath. And then next time you come to the forearm plank or some version of it, knees can stay down. We'll stay there, hold and breathe. Right? Knees can stay down if you want. And then we'll lower everything back down. Arms out beside you, fingers pointing back. And just turn the head to one side and relax. Bring the hands under the shoulders, back to hands and knees, back to downward facing dog.
you could stay still, you could pedal the feet out. So now after a lot of shoulder movement, the shoulders are really stable. And we'll go into the hamstrings a little bit here. So from down dog, just like that, bend your knees, lift the tail, and then keep that lift in the tail as much as you can as you lower the heels back down to the floor. So do that two more times, bend the knees, lift the tail, and then straighten the legs. Bend the knees, lift the tail, straighten the legs. Pressing down through the inner heels. Walk your hands back a step or two so your heels can touch the floor. Not so far that you lose the hamstring stretch, but just enough that you feel your heels can touch the floor or just about. Yeah. All right, still strong and stable in the shoulders and the upper back. We're also helping to fatigue the upper back muscles so that we can stretch them more in a little bit. And then walk your hands all the way back to a forward fold at the back of your mat. Knees can bend a lot here. So you can hold opposite elbows, you can sway, you can stay still. Just let go of any effort in the neck. Let your head hang down. We'll move a little bit with the breath here. Arms release, slowly roll up the spine to stand. As you inhale, reach the arms up. As you exhale, come all the way back down to the forward fold. Knees can bend. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold in, back down. And then inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up, and exhale to fold in, back down. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale the hands to heart. One more time, inhale to reach up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold down. Inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale the hands to heart. Pausing here for a moment, just noticing how the body feels, noticing the breath. And then here we'll reach the arms up overhead, catch your left wrist, and reach to your right long side bend. Your hips can move a little to the left, arms to the right. And then we'll come back to center and to the other side hips to the right, arms to the left. And then back up to center. And here, bend the elbows, shoulder blades towards each other on the back, lifting the heart. Interlace the hands behind the back. Use the awkward grip, so the hand you don't normally use. And then reach the arms straight back, lifting the heart. Any amount, lifting the hands away from the body, lifting the heart towards the ceiling. And then we'll release that with the arms. Inhale, arms up overhead. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. And exhale to step back to downward facing dog. You can walk your hands forward again. Rooting through the knuckles, pressing through the inner heels, lengthening the spine. And then we'll lower the knees down. And knees together, child's pose with the palms facing up, fingers pointing back behind you. So we're separating the space between the shoulder blades again. Forehead towards the ground or forehead on a block. 
So opening that space in the upper back. From here, hands under shoulders, coming back up. Let's come to a seated posture. You can sit on your blanket if you want. So we'll go a little, little further into the shoulders here. And just sitting comfortably, cross-legged, whatever feels natural for you. Have your arms come up overhead. And then bend the elbow, shoulder blades towards each other on the back. And then right arm under the left arm, crossing, grabbing opposite shoulders first. Just like we did before. But now maybe you catch the hands like eagle pose. So wrapping the arms around. Good. So make sure your right arm is underneath. And then lean the hands to the left and the head to the right. So this helps really open the upper left trap. And move the neck around, move the head around. You can open the jaw like you're yawning here. It's probably going to help release a lot there. And then we'll release the arms. Inhale both arms up overhead. Exhale, bend the elbows. Left arm underneath, catching the shoulders like we did earlier. And this time, wrapping the arms like eagle pose. So this time, left arms underneath. Arms lean to the right, head leans to the left. Open the jaw, move the neck around. Relaxing this upper trap area. And then we'll come back to center. Release both arms up overhead. And then here, bend the right elbow, right hand towards the back of the head. And then left palm faces away, starting to crawl up the back. You could use your strap here. So your right hand holds the strap and the left hand walks up the strap. But you don't need to push this movement because you have the internal rotation on the left arm. So you always want to be gentle with that. switch sides so left arm is on top now holding the strap if you're using a strap and right hand walks up the strap up your back or up your shirt or maybe you can clasp the hands on this side <laughs> each side is different The tendency is for the chin to come in towards the chest here, but keep the spine tall. And then we'll release. Moving the strap away if you use it. Yeah. And then here, arms up overhead, inhale. And then exhale to your right. So right arm comes down, left arm overhead, side bend. Maybe even right elbow to a block or to the floor. And let go of any effort in the neck here. Let your head be heavy and hanging down towards gravity as well. Relaxing the left shoulder. Keep everything the same here, wherever you're at, and then reach your left arm straight out to the left. 
can move the head around here, you can move the neck around. Holding that stretch. And then slowly float the left arm down, relaxing the traps. Come over to the other side. You could use a block on this side if you want to. Walking the left hand out, right arm overhead, side bend. You could keep the left arm straight or bend the left elbow. Keep everything the same. Just reach your right fingertips straight out to the right. And move the neck around here. Maybe opening the jaw. Being gentle on the neck. And slowly float the arms down towards the ground. Just coming up to sit for a moment here. Moving the, think of the shoulders moving forward and back again like we did earlier. So as you inhale, heart reaches forward, shoulder blades together. And as you exhale, spine reaches back, shoulder blades apart. So similar to cat-cow, but we're emphasizing the shoulder blades. Inhaling, shoulder blades together. Exhaling, rounding the back, shoulder blades apart. Continue this motion a couple times here. and then back to center. So from here, let's come down to the back and shift focus to the legs a little bit more. So on your back, knees in, rocking side to side, massaging the back. feet down to the floor and cross the right ankle over the left thigh reclined pigeon holding outside the left thigh or the shin shoulders relax Now, everything stays the same, but start to straighten your left leg a couple times, straightening and bending, just easing into the hamstring one last time of the left leg. And you can keep the leg lifted if you want, holding there, pressing through the left heel. And feel the, the stretch from the left heel to the left tail up the back to the back of the neck. So the whole back line of the body lengthening and then release. We'll switch legs. Left ankle over right thigh for pigeon pose on the back. Shoulders relaxed, neck relaxed. Again, you could extend the right leg and bending a few times, bending and straightening, easing into the hamstring one last time. And then keeping the leg extended, stretching the hamstrings, pressing through the heel to stretch all the way from the heel to the right back of the hip, to the low back, to the back of the neck. And then release, happy baby pose, holding outside the knees or the shins or the feet. You could stay still, you could extend one leg at a time, you could extend both legs if you want. And then soles of the feet together, all the way down to the floor, arms relaxed. So if this is a little tight, you could have the blocks under your knees or you could have your feet a little bit forward.
Let your breath go all the way down to the lower belly, even exhaling through the mouth if you want. Softening any remaining tension in the body. Start to straighten the legs out. Make any last little adjustments you need for Shavasana. You could have your bolster under the knees if you want. Back of the body heavy, grounded. Front of the body light, relaxed.
Begin to make small movements of the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. If you want, you can stretch your arms overhead to the wall behind you, the feet down and away. And come over to one side. And then slowly back up to sitting. And just taking a moment to find a comfortable seated posture with hands together at the heart, allowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.